0: We're live, baby. <clears throat> we are live. Welcome to the Diesel Daddy Podcast, where we have Mister Me, Nikki D, and Jay Long Dong over here.
1: Jay Long coming in strong. Here we go, Diesel Daddy's delight. We have a special sesh tonight. Hope you're ready to open your mind, stretch your consciousness, and bring in some new ideas that might just help your life improve
0: who knows might be too weird for you and uh you might actually learn something where uh between the two of us we will deconstruct religion and help you find god at the same time
1: yes 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 so get ready to allow those emotions to flow because they are going to come up and we are going to face them straight on
0: absolutely well first of all a little bit of background about both of us. We shot a few episodes now and we're just starting this. It'll probably be uh, pretty terrible until we figure it all out, but we're going to talk about some cool stuff. we got a lot of business experience between the two of us. A uh, lot of different s- spiritual dynamics that are started from two different places on Earth and uh, kind of we're all the same, we're on the same track now. I guess we're not on the same track now, but two different uh, paradigms that were brought together between the two of us to talk about a lot of really cool shit. So, Josh, tell me a little bit about uh kind of I guess it's your story in general, you know.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, my name's Joshua, Joshua Long, J Long, Josh long, however you like. works for me. I don't really attach to my name too much these days. Uh, you know, I'm your your normal cat thirty six years old. I have uh, probably lived a uh, quite more vast experience than most early on in life. Um, I was very fortunate. You know, growing up in a family that I was loved by, uh, you know, I go through the, like the normal things as a child divorced parents, stuff like that. Uh, was kind of traditionally raised in a Christ- Christian family. Uh, you know, we went to a Free Will Baptist church, and you know, I showed up to church camp every single year, and uh, went to Sunday school every Sunday. Family always, you know, got up and wore our Sunday best, and, and mom always had to brush my comb over. You know, <laughs> stuff like that And, uh, you know, I, I just kind of uh, I, As I grew up and, and kind of moved through all that You know, I was uh, I was quite the partier um, I, uh, As a child, I was an angel At least everybody thought I was an angel You know, but growing up I had a very uh, beautiful select group of friends That we all loved to uh, live the extremes of life uh, And that was, you know, the extremes of partying, drugs fighting
0: when did when did you start partying when was uh, your drinking age
1: you know uh i was going to clubs at 15
0: oh josh's legal drinking age is 15
1: 15 years old <laughs> another conversation for the years of 12 to 15 <laughs> <laughs> you know and uh but yeah no 15 years old we were downtown tulsa we were passing ids through studio 54 uh we were drinking we were partying we were you know, doing our best to meet as many girls as possible. Mm. We uh we did a lot of really dumb shit, <laughs> and uh, but I've I've survived to tell the story. I have uh, lived experiences and uh, and probably some of the most negatively deep vibrational frequencies that that someone can imagine. Uh, but through those experiences. Uh, it's really, it's, it's slingshotted me into a place of very high vibrational frequency and, and, and very, has really allowed me to understand what it means to love life, love people, love myself, uh, and through this journey of mine, it has now led me to a place to be connected as one with God. And, uh, that's a real short five minute spurt of a yeah. life that I could sit here and tell you for m- stories that could last months. Uh, 100%. but that's who I am. That's where I'm at. We're going to get more into some of those stories as we go on and as they relate to the topics that we, uh, we, uh, talk about. But how about you, Nick? Let's hear your little story.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I grew up, uh, grandpa's a pastor, you know, real church of Christ, even though they said they're non-denominational, but, uh. Fire and brimstone, I guess you get. I've seen a lot stricter, but it felt strict to me at the time. You know, grew up Bible-thumping, sneaking alcohol into church camp. You know, I was that guy. Uh, Found God five or six times. Did a lot of drugs. Found God five or six times. Got married. Got divorced. Five or six times. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And, uh, you know, this... And I think a lot of, at least a lot of people that I know, especially this part of America and anybody that you talk to has a lot of Christian background, and I'd say this last year I uh, had questions in my mind that I really started deconstructing Christianity with uh, questions that I felt like at the time were really pulling me away from God and ended up, through deconstructing the Bible and Christianity, finding God on a much deeper level that uh, I really never thought was possible, And uh, and yeah. And you know, just like you, there's a whole bunch of stuff that we'll break down all, all in between there. But uh, so how Christian were, were your parents?
1: Uh, we were the picture family of working all week, mother making lunch for the kids. We were out and about on our bikes, driving around. Wednesday night, church services. Sunday morning, Sunday night. You know, I was in all the church plays. We did all the Christmas stuff. We uh, – we showed up in the picture that everyone in the Christian world wanted us to be. Mm -hmm. And, and we ran that race for, for many, many, many years. And, you know, as a child growing up, you don't really realize or you're not really aware of the environment that you're in. You're just kind of following the storyline of the environment and what's been told to you, uh, through that storyline. And so we, uh, you know, but through my whole experience, I, I've always kind of had this, this inner, inner feeling, this inner connection uh, with God that I kind of always told myself that, like, you know, I'm not for sure exactly what I believe in, but the one thing that I know is is that I've got an internal, I've got a relationship with God, and like I communicate with God, and and, and God has really led me to a place of of being able to communicate what that is in a much more clear fashion. Uh, and so you can say that growing up through the beginning of my life, through 15, 18 years of my life, 21 years of my life maybe, uh, even further, we were Christian, Bible reading, Bible thumping. If you didn't love Jesus, you're not saved. You know, and if you didn't believe- hell. You're going to hell, right? If you you didn't, like a fire. If you didn't believe that Jesus is your one and only savior and that he is a God, right apart from you and then if you don't believe that then you're not going to heaven well we were in that race until i just i just kind of came to a realization one that like okay i'd kind of floated away because you know like the old christian belief wasn't this hardcore it wasn't like what it is today it's definitely transformed one with the scriptures slightly transformed been changed. Well, it's tr-
0: it's- American Christianity is is so much more different than any, anywhere else. I think the real fire and brimstone and the control of uh, eternal damnation really happened, in my opinion, in America. Mm-hmm. Uh, you yeah, had to be interrupted. Yeah, I keep going. Yeah,
1: westernized, very very uh, westernized thought process and and the whole being of it, right? And so. I just, you know, there was just a kind of a time. I don't even know what age it was, but we kind of just faded away from the church. My whole family did. It wasn't just me. It was kind of my whole family just kind of faded away from the church. We went. We really just kind of focused on on developing ourselves, being the best version of ourselves. Uh, I was very blessed to be be taught by you know one of the best fathers that's probably ever walked this planet. Uh, And how to treat people how to work hard how to have good ethics how to show up every single day How to pay pay attention to detail, you know how to help people and be there for people Um, And and through kind of fading away from the church at the age that I did really allowed me To not completely be conditioned in my ways (coughs) and in my thought processes when it comes to the understanding of what is religion and is religion something that I actually believe myself to be in, right? And and I came to that realization that no, it's not. I, I'm not religious and there's not a religion that I swear myself to mm. uh, or that I give my soul away to. Um, there's only one thing going on here and it's in our favor and and that one thing is giving every single thing, every object, every person, every thought, every bit of consciousness, every planet, every star, every flow of water, every animal, everything in creation is all powered by this one love, uh, in this infinite source. And we like to call that, you know, source power, God, you know, God source, however you want to identify that with, that's what I've come to realize that I am. And, uh, we're kind of diving in real quick on, on these topics. And and a lot of these things we might say right off the bat are going to feel real controversial if you've been growing up in the church your whole life. Uh, and and that's what we're here to do is is to kind of bring some new ideas into the picture and allow you to discern those properly within. And, And what we ask is that, you know, what we say, if it resonates with you, keep it. If it doesn't resonate with you, that's okay. We still planted the seed.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna grill you from a, a Christian perspective. Maybe ask ask you not uncomfortable questions, but not questions that I, I feel like I need answers for myself. But I just understand that religious view in America and uh, kind of where you know we've we've arrived to here today are can seem so conflicting and and uh, constricting of your own mind, and you know kind of help people maybe break free from that. Just the the control of what religion can do to your your brain and your family and can tear you apart and mentally mentally torment you for your whole life, you know. So, you know, one of the, the questions that I had for myself, you know, going through my own spiritual journey was, you know, was uh, the idea of eternal damnation, there, there being a hell. And you can ask any Christian at all, man. I mean, all these white girls getting Starbucks, you know, one of the only reasons they're really even posting – spiritual stuff and getting these tattoos you know and and I was this person too I mean half my body is covered in in scripture tattoos I have like eight not even lying I have seven cross tattoos I've got a cross tattoo yeah well I I I am seven times more pure than you are yeah oh yeah (laughs) Yeah. well my cross has a crown on top of it (laughs) Uh, I got a yeah I got seven cross tattoos a uh, crown of thorns on my chest that says forgiven Uh, you know I mean I love three it. different Bible verses, but you know what a uh, so for me, what always scared me even thinking the thoughts that were say how can I break this down? So any thought that ever came into my mind, I was always conditioned that if it was against the Bible, uh was demonic. And you had to control that and defend your position on the Bible and force faith in into your life to constantly push those thoughts out. And I was so scared that even letting these thoughts of questioning who God was was such a demonic thing and they were fighting demons that I would never even allow myself to question any deeper than that. So what took away your fear of hell?
1: Yeah, so that's a really great question, you know, and and it's about thoughts that come into our mind, right? And so that maybe question who we are, what we believe in, is God real? Right? And and even further than that, it's like, you know, let's let's get into thoughts, you know, negative down talk, you know. I'm not worthy enough to be a Christian. Or I'm not worthy enough for God to love me, right? Is is there even a God out there that will love me? Right? Do I even love myself, right? All these thoughts that can continually Repetitively, We call them thought, thought form cycles, right? A thought form is a group of words that form a structure, like a sentence, that repeat in our mind over and over and over and over again. Well, kind of backtrack a little bit, kind of when I first went to my spiritual awakening, if you will, through the realization of what I am, uh, I was with a, uh, a wonderful young lady named Alicia, who's an, an ex-girlfriend of mine, who's, who's still a dear sister, a soul sister of mine, and we still have a great relationship and friendship that we share. Uh, she was Brazilian, okay, and in Brazil, spiritualism, right, is kind of a big thing, which is not what I'm talking about, but it, it kind of tipped me into this momentum, if you will. But what we had kind of got, what I'd kind of learned and started to observe through her and these books, or the things that she would show me, was is these these humans, right, that were channeling spiritual beings, right, angels, uh, different entities, stuff like that. And and again, a lot of people might go, oh God, you know, the Christians gonna go, well, if you channel anything, it's the devil, right? Well, well,
0: how could even channeling be proven real? Yeah, how you know. can
1: channeling be proven real? And so I, uh, I, I then started to get into a documentary that was called The Secret. I'm pretty sure just about everybody's seen mm. it or heard of it. Oh, yeah. And, and Thoughts they, become realities. They got into the law of attraction, right? And, and, and mm. kind of the base understanding of that is is what we think, right? The words or thoughts that come into our head, we create within our environment. Right. And then as I kind of started to learn that process, like, oh, like, wait a second, like the thoughts have power. They, they're a blueprint. Right. And then like the whole part of our emotions. Right. Well, our emotions are like the engine. Right. That pushes our thoughts or our ideas into the field, into the world around us. And that is what we are asking for the world to give us back. And so basically through these different experiences, and amongst many, many more. We, we, we talk in very short minutes, right? And these are years, years of experiences and building blocks of awareness and aha moments that have brought me to this realization. Uh, but through all that, I, I came across another individual called Dr. Joe Dispenza, who is absolutely incredible. And he teaches, and one of the things that he that it came out one episode was, is that the thoughts we have are not our own. We're not actually the one thinking the thoughts, right? The thoughts come out of the field. They don't actually manifest within our head. And then I go, okay, well, that's strange because I think thoughts all the time in my head. Well, then another part came by and it was like, okay, well, the thoughts aren't actually in your head. And if you can focus your attention on your throat, you'll realize that both the words you say out of your mouth and the words you think silently inside your mind all come from your throat. Okay. And I've started to focus on my throat and I started to realize, well, wait a second. You're right. These thoughts aren't up in my brain, up in my mind. Like I think they are. They're actually just all coming from my throat. And so I was like, well, that's strange, right? And so I I started to observe my thoughts. It was the first time then that I actually, instead of me thinking, right, like I'm the one doing the thinking, I started to watch the words travel through my mind space, travel through my throat and into my mind space. And it was at that point in time that I realized, wait a second, I am not these thoughts that I think. And if I'm not the thoughts that I am think, then I'm not the things that I think that I am.
0: <laughs> and
1: I know that's a whole lot, that's a whole lot in a basket to comprehend. Uh, but if you take away the thoughts, you take away the depression. If you take away the thoughts, you, you take away the judgment. If you realize that, oh, wait a second, I'm not the one doing the judging by my thoughts. I'm not the one attaching to things by my thoughts. I don't, I don't need that. That's just what this little voice that happened to travel through my throat said, (laughs) right? And so I started to basically deconstruct the idea that I was the thoughts that I was thinking, which were attaching me to these ideas of foresaid religious thinking, religious ideas of, you know, these thoughts are demonic, right? Well. If I think that the thoughts are demonic, well that means that I think that I am the thoughts. I'm the one thinking these thoughts, right? And so they're not your thoughts. These are just simply sound frequency waveforms that we as a human collective have come to agree upon that this vibrational frequency means desk. This sound wave vibrational frequency means devil. This frequency sound wave vibration means chair, okay? And so when we which we also, our whole body, our whole beingness, resonates at a specific vibrational frequency. When we resonate at certain frequencies, we open that, that it's like the throat's like a transceiver. They talk about the, uh, the throat, which is uh, one of our energy centers here, right? They talk about it being like a transceiver. And so it's like the radio, if you will. It's the communication tool. Uh, that we use in order to speak and communicate right now communication just doesn't happen outside of us but communication also happens internally with us and so what that means is, is that, and, and, and again, we're, we're going to really throw out some massive topics here back to back to back to back to back to back to back. And then over these sessions, we're going to start reeling back and we're going to talk about them and break each one of them down because we're kind of giving you a good overview here of what I'm saying. And then we're going to have to go back in. And we're going to have to vary in a multidimensional way, break these down. Mm-hmm. And so the throat is a transceiver. And so, One of the understandings to know is that uh, in quantum science and quantum field and quantum theory, everything is connected, right? And we all have heard the term, everything is energy. Nothing can be created. Nothing can be destroyed. It can only be transmuted, changed, exchanged, right? But there is always balance, right? Well, if everything in the universe, everything in all creation is connected, right? That's one thing. Second thing is, everything outside of us is simply a reflection of the inside of us, right? So that means everything outside of us the desks, the chairs, the planets, the vehicles, the peoples, the stars, the galaxies everything to infinite outside of us is also to the infinite inside of us, right? So to the infinite expansion outside of us to the infinite collapse inside of us, okay? And so what does it mean to communicate internally? Well, what that means is that we have the ability to communicate with each other without using external words or vibrational frequencies. We also have the ability to communicate with other angelic beings, other extraterrestrials, God, if you will, uh, in different manners and forms, right? Uh, and so what has happened is, is that we've been conditioned and trained to think that we are these bodies, to think that we are these words, to think that we are these thoughts. And then they use that attachment and then they create an environment outside of us such as religion, right? And then they bring us in (laughs) and then we get entangled through what we think we are versus what reality actually is. And so that was a whole lot. (laughs) That was a whole lot, and we're gonna break these down. We could unpack
0: that for uh, a year. Yeah, we we could
1: unpack that for a year. They're
0: gonna go. Wait a second. What
1: you said? Like ten massively different quantum ideas.
0: You know, somebody uh, uh, questioning God. You know, this is one of my biggest fears. I know a lot of people relate with this. You know, what? What if you're wrong? What makes you think? What makes you so sure? To think that you know everything that you just said, you're very sure of. What mm-hmm. makes you cross that threshold of I, there's no way I can be wrong? Yeah, absolutely. You know? Because are you scared of actually? Are you scared of going to hell? Here's the
1: great part: because there is no me to be wrong. There's what only if, what God. If, what if there is? Well, then that would be your attachment to something that is not. And and hear me out. It's not a uh, I think I'm right and I think you're wrong because that in itself would be completely opposite of what I'm trying to explain. Right? One of the things, and and let's touch on another subject. Let's touch on singularity real quick, because this might help kind of give a baseline of of what I'm speaking of. I believe, right, that there is only one thing happening right now, right? There is no separation. There is only one unified source of love and energy, and that is God, okay? Uh, And that one source of energy is love. That is what it is. Everything is made of that love. Everything is made of that God source. Everything is made of the same thing, okay? Now that same thing vibrates at infinite different frequencies and rates, which gives us the illusion of objects and materials and people and things, okay? But what I'm getting at is, is I understand that I am no one, I'm not this body, right? I am no thing. I see no separation in this world. I only see unity. I am no time. I, I, I understand that time is an illusion, is a creation of the ability of consciousness to move from one dimensional realm to another dimensional realm and to actually have an experience in between, right? Because without the illusion of time, there is no experience. And so, <coughs> excuse me, uh, back to the point is like, how do you know that? Like, have you ever questioned yourself? Like, you know, what if you're wrong? You know,
0: what, if, what if you're wrong and you get into this journey and uh, you're falling into a pit of fire?
1: Yeah, well, you know, that's uh, that's for everyone to really contemplate within their own mind. And I would like to free your mind of those repetitive thought cycles that continually cause depression, anger, sad, wonder, frustration, and just let it all go release every thought you've ever believed, release every concept or idea that you've ever believed, and just let it all go. Because when you hand it all over, and you know, for me, one of the things I love to say is that, you know, people talk about surrendering to God, right, and, and giving your life to God, right, and, and giving the grace to God, giving thanks, right? I'm not the one that accomplished this successful business. God is the one that accomplished this successful business. So for me to think that I'm this body in this world and I'm walking around and I'm the one that figured it out and I'm the one that made it happen through my hard work and my hard ethic, well then what I'm saying is is that God doesn't matter. Right, because I feel that I'm greater than God because I'm the one here separate in this realm apart from God doing it all by myself, Mm -hmm. right? And so the surrender is in letting the attachment and the judgment go and handing it over to God. Well, how do we hand it over to God, right? That's probably some blockers
0: Yeah, we are at a truck dealership right now, and that was our alarm that somebody drove in the lot. Yes, sir.
1: Yep, and so we, uh, we just let it all go. We learned to release the want or need to understand. And it's so gratifying when you reach that state of letting everything go. You know,
0: the, I think the hardest part for me was uh, letting go and thinking that, well, I still could be wrong, mm-hmm. you know.
1: That's that's what we see. And, you didn't let go. And
0: I know, but I, I was <laughs> well, and, you know, what really bothered me is, is I would meet, like, an atheist who would be so at peace with himself, and that just drove me crazy. You know, like, how could how could you ever be at peace when you know that you really might spend an eternity— uh, away from God and you know it's also that you brought up separation and there are not being a separation so what's your view on sin is there a way to be separated from God through that and what do you think happens if there is that or is not or what's yeah
1: absolutely I, th- I think there's absolutely a way to create separation although you're not actually creating separation right now if, if we are God, And that's what I'm saying here. I'm, I'm saying we are God. Right. Old statement. Yeah. Uh, and, and I'm not God over anyone. I'm not the God ruling this realm. Right. But my father and I are one. My father is greater than I. But I and my father are one. Right. And so knowing that I am I have a divine birthright and that divine birthright is the power of God right to create as i will with my own free will that's what we're here on this earth to do is to learn and to create to learn how to manipulate energy in a positive way or a negative way there there are two different timelines right you've got this you got the path of service to self which would be considered maybe the negatively oriented timeline which some people might call like evil or demonic right And then you've got the service to others, right? Which would be the divine pathway, the pathway of love and forgiveness and the pathway of the positively oriented way or heavenly or divine, right? However we want to see it. But both pathways are made of the same thing. And that's God. Okay. Because how would God ever experience itself if it doesn't experience what it is not? Also, how does God know what it is without also knowing with what it is not?
0: Well, a Christian belief would say that that separation is why uh, that God never intended to know that other side uh, and doesn't know. That's why we're cast into hell. And that's why he sent Jesus, his one and only son, to find to make a way for us to believe in him and find a way back to God. So mm-hmm. we wouldn't have to experience that. Mm-hmm. So there was never a desire to experience know what he wasn't he only knew what he was and we created a separation that we were unable to get back to him through our own evil deeds uh, so there's that
1: yeah but how would we even begin to fathom what God desires through a book that men wrote
0: oh yeah so I'm not asking you questions for me it is oh, yeah, all yeah, questions yeah, that, uh, I'm just making statements see, like my my uh, <laughs> how I was able basically to wrap around like how I was able to let go of the idea of hell was that what you touched on right there is a, a book that was written by men and the actual Christian belief preaching through belief in the Bible. Uh, it falls apart on itself. When the one thing that you're actually preaching and pushing forward on people uh, falls apart on itself, it can't be true. And I can go on and on and on and on mm-hmm. about this, how the Bible... I mean, it says a lot of great stuff about it, but to to talk about it, that it is a, a force that is the only truth in an absolute thing, you haven't read the Bible.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, what better way for someone to control someone than to create a belief within their mind that they will die in eternal damnation unless they believe what they're being told? Well that's the only way he controls people. It's the only way you control people. We're not meant to be controlled. We're meant to free roam and create mm-hmm. with our own unique signature, right? No we're not we're not the same. No one is the same, but yet we're all the same thing, mm-hmm. right? And so God isn't a human, right? God isn't a a body, right? And and God doesn't have the experience right god experiences through us experiencing mm-hmm. okay and that and the experience we choose to have god does not judge because god is experiencing it through us now what more beautiful idea than a an all inclusive all magnificent all absolute power and source and infinite intelligence of unity to separate into the many, for the glory of coming back as the one
0: interesting so what would be the 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 purpose of God even wanting to experience all this in that manner
1: well you know I mean I guess if I was everything in all things at one time with no experience, maybe I would come up with some pretty cool ideas to, <laughs> you know, to, to experience all that, you know? I mean, there's, like, yeah. there's a
0: lot of reasons why that, you know, it's God It's really a, do an unfair question because there's yeah. no... You know,
1: and there's so much more to to what I understand and know that we're going to get into, you know? But, I mean, think about it. Like, we're not the only life forms in this creation. I mean, we're, like, one of quadrillion planets and life forms in creation. And so like, we're not the only experience happening right now. We're just one level one dimensional realm of experience that's taking place right now. And I I truly believe that we are all a part of the same souls, the same spirit, if you will. Uh, And we're on this soul evolutionary journey through these different realms, through the different densities. And and we're going to get into realms and we're going to get into densities and we're going to get into dimensions, right? Because all of these little tidbits of information and understanding and awareness begin to add ingredients to the understanding and awareness of what we truly are, which is absolute magnificence. That's, That's what we are. We are absolute, angelic, divine magnificence, okay? We are the children of God living in our father's footsteps okay and what's really just absolutely magnificent about it is is that we cannot do anything wrong okay now it might look like you might look in the world and be like well look at all the evil and look at all the again we're in a realm of duality of polarity up is up and down left and right right and wrong light and dark right cycles and and all that stuff this is a realm of duality right and we are a energetic form in the form of human right we're all made of energy we've got trillions of cells that are just intelligently dying and rebirthing and running our (laughs) organs and hearts and everything is just synergistically working uh, so we can arise every single day. Like one of the things I thought was cool. Someone said, Hey Josh, do you know what it means to be alive? To exist. And I was like, what What does it mean to exist? And they said to arise from nothing. Okay. And mm-hmm. think about that. Yeah. We are made of energy. We are, we are, we are spirit first. And a very small bit of our spirit and our energy is coming into the earth and it hits the planet. And then it arises in a form of a human over and over and over, billions of times per second. And we are creating every second of the day our new experience.
0: So what do you think about reincarnation? Oh, I like love that?
1: reincarnation. I think we've all lived millions of lives uh, on this planet and in many other planets and realms. Uh, I mean, I, me personally, I, I know that this may be my first or second reincarnation during this period on this planet, but, you know, I lived 19 incarnations during the Atlantean times and uh, graduated a, a fourth-density graduation window like we're currently going through right now.
0: You know, and I, I was thinking a little bit today. You know, it kind of depressed me a little bit, thinking about reincarnation, to think about the, the great lives that maybe I may have lived and still don't remember any of them at all, Uh Makes me wonder, like, you know, even why? Like, why, in your opinion, do you think we're completely veiled uh, to not remember anything? And what's the, the purpose of that? Especially if I'm, if I'm not going to remember. Because I, I feel like, obviously, we all feel like right now is the absolute most important time. And we can't even imagine a state of non-existence or not remembering at all. And was I uh, that aware or this aware then? Or uh, how did I, do I become more aware or do I hold on to these memories now? I love that question.
1: That's a great question. And it
0: is, it's
1: important to understand that if we weren't veiled, we would know who we are and there would be no experience. I could just snap my fingers and make it happen. Mm -hmm. And so by being veiled and waking up in a world that I think I'm separate from, I then have to learn my environment first. I have to learn the traditions and cultures of my environment. And then I have to grow in that environment and then become a man or a woman or whatever and, and then realize one's true self, right? And so how do we evolve the whole game and understanding of consciousness is how do we evolve consciousness through the realms? Well, what had happened was at some point, they just kind of hit a stall in souls graduating into these newer densities, right? When we come into an incarnation, into a planet, We start at first density, and we live all the life forms of first density. And once we accomplish all of our lessons, then we graduate into second density, which would be like, you know, plants, animals, you know, life forms of that nature. And we live all the different experiences in that realm and that density, and then we graduate into the third density. And the third density is typically into a spiritual mind-body complex. That's what we are as humans. We have bodies, we have minds, we have spirit. All three, some like to call that the Holy Trinity, right? Uh, And then we learn all of our experiences through that, right? And we have to learn all the different vibrational frequencies from depression to anger to fear to happiness to joy to peace, right? Each and every experience we reincarnate and we learn through our lifetimes. If I was not veiled, then I would not be able to learn those properly. I would not be able to have the experience of heartbreak. I would not be able to have the experience of depression. And a lot of people think, oh, well, depression is such a bad thing. Well, depression is not a bad thing because depression gives you the opportunity to grow spiritually and evolve your soul in a manner that you might not have been able to evolve if you didn't go through that depression. And so, again, I just really like to restate that there is no right, there is no wrong, there is no good, there is no evil, there is no good, and there is no bad. they are just is one thing experiencing itself
0: do you, do you think Jesus reincarnated
1: yeah yeah absolutely Jesus was after a, his uh yeah yeah Jesus yeah existence. maybe maybe not here because Jesus is a way higher dimensional being his soul
0: I don't know man I think uh, I think he reincarnated as Trump He's, yeah <laughs> yeah well I mean
1: here's what I believe is, is' I believe that that the body of Christ right was not Was not Yeshua, right? His real name was Yeshua, right? It wasn't really Jesus, but everybody knows him by Jesus. Jesus was a human that embodied the awareness of God. And once he realized and came to that awareness, right, he was trying to communicate that to people in a time. That mm-hmm. was low, low third density realm. The earth was real low. We're at, we're now graduating into the fourth density, which if I, if I recall correctly, I think it takes 75,000 years of that cycle. Uh, Se-
0: 75,000 years would be like a, a total earth cycle of an existence. Of from going from one, the beginning of third density to, another. to
1: the next harvest. Yeah. at yeah, Fourth density. Okay. And so you know, Yeshua comes in and he's teaching everyone how to heal. He's teaching one how to love, how to forgive, how to be one, unified, right? Not separate and against each other, right? And and in that realm, when people don't have the vocabulary or the understanding or the awareness that we do, well, they see, you know, rocks clash and fire start and they see dead people rise or they see a sick being healed. Well, they're not really paying attention to what Jesus is saying, because their emotions and their thought processes are just so blasted and blown their endorphins and and their understanding that they're just the best way that they can explain it and and live it is just, that was how it was. Mm -hmm. And so I believe that Christ is the body that we are made of. We are all within the body of Christ. We are the Christos and, and that is the awakening to the one, right? And, and as we all begin to come online, right, our our spark illuminates, right? Well, then the body of Christ begins to illuminate. And when we hit a certain percentage of the body of Christ illuminating, that's when, as a collective, we begin to see things that we might say is magical. Mm-hmm. That's when we begin to see a thriving golden age of intergalactic civilizations. You know, that's when we're able to walk through any experience no matter how good or how bad and we're able to walk through it with love neutrality and forgiveness and so that's what I believe that Jesus or Yeshua has reincarnated that his next evolutional journey is us within it and so it's kind of it's a tricky one to wrap our minds around
0: so what do you think happens when you die
1: uh, well, we don't die. That's one thing, okay? Well, because yeah, energy cannot be created facility. nor destroyed, right? But mm-hmm. uh, whenever these vessels lay down, I mean, if right, right now, like, just for fun, if someone was to come in here and poof, poof, shoot both of us down, yeah, just for fun. you yes. and I would still yeah. be sitting here in our awareness, but our bodies mm-hmm. would be on the floor.
0: Like an out-of-body experience <laughs> an out-of-body that's talked experience. about. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. People are looking down back at yeah. their... Yeah. Now,
1: I, I do believe there's different there's different realms of experience. We're all different, different beings. We're all vibrating on our own frequencies, and we all have our own journeys, and we're all in our own ascension. And so for some, they might go to an astral realm where they need to heal because their attachments and their judgments and their depressions and their attachment to this body and this world apart from everything else was so so drastic in their life that they actually need time to heal from that in the next realm. Mm -hmm. Right. But to, to some of us, right. And to many and many more that are awakening, we realize this oneness and unity. And so when this body lays down, I'm not scared to die, Mm -hmm. you know, because I know the glory that I'm moving through in the evolution journey that I'm on. And I know that I'm one with God. And so I know that my next step is just going to be even more miraculous. And what's cool. You talked about the veil earlier in this realm right now where we just graduated to the fourth density, but we're both, we're all experiencing both the fourth and third density simultaneously. And we have a choice. Do you resonate in the fourth density planet? Are you moving into the new earth or are you still holding on to the duality polarity and judgment of third density earth? Because whenever we pass on to the next Experience. if you've graduated into the fourth density, you will no longer be veiled. You will walk in with all the knowledge from all your previous lives into the fourth density. But if you don't graduate, well, then you get reincarnated into a third density planet, you get veiled again, and you start over. That third density planet will no longer be Earth. Mm. It'll be somewhere else.
0: Now that's something to think about. Yeah. uh, Running out of time here but uh you know what do you leave the people with today man first episode yeah man
1: uh best advice that we could do on the first episode i know that was a whole lot of information coming in i just want you to really just relax take a deep breath and just try to let go of every thought that comes in and if you can't let go of the thoughts that's okay just sit there and observe them and, and realize that that they're not your thoughts and take that judge seat, take that third person perspective and just watch all the thoughts that come into your mind.
0: And you know what, to add to that, it's uh, we talk a lot of stuff and I'll speak a lot against religion. I think we both will as the structure and we're never trying to break down your belief, but to recognize what truly is and to really build you up, you know, absolutely, and to be as controversial as possible. with it, because that controversy is what's going to stir a thought in your minds. that's going to uh, take you to a place where you'll realize the real nature of God.
1: That's right. Get you all
0: riled up and get you ready to go. And you know, if you want something good to read that I'm reading right now, just ask your mom because I left that book on her nightstand. (laughs) Peace out, folks. See you later.